You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. It's time for Shots Fired with Joel Cannon. And goes the cannon, we're abandoning Kip's bait. And there's another shipping. Just off southern tipping. Yeah, we have in studio shots fired with Joel Cannon. How are you this morning, ma'am? I'm doing awesome. Did you play pickleball this morning? No, I am I'm I have not played I've only played once in 2024. Really? You're yeah, slacking. it's a time commitment. And now that it's cold, everybody's showing up to the gym. Uh, so that you don't get to play as often. Like, because you have to wait for a court to come open. So if I only have 45 minutes, I just have to leave and go work out. Because I'm not going to stand around and yeah. not exercise. So you say the old people steal the pickleball courts? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And like because there's only three at the Y, there's a very long line. So you got to put your paddle down. you got to wait in line. It's like recess all over again. Don's people, the old people, they go and play over there. Hey, sixty yeah. pluses. I love them. My my wife and I uh, go over to the city park and battlefield, and we play and we watch all these people who are really good, and we're not as good, but we're learning and we're having fun. Oh, and it is super fun. Yeah. And usually, whenever and how the Y is set up, I'm I'm assuming you go to the Pat Jones Y, correct? I do. You listen. Whenever I'm walking up there to get my workouts in every now and again, listen. They may be, I guess, old in the age, but those games can get pretty intense. They do. I'll say that. So uh, yeah, and isn't pickleball one of the most uh, popular sports, or one of the more oh. popular sports going on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Pat Jones Y, I'm seeing. My wife is trying to tell me we are in between gym memberships, and so. Um, I work out at Evangel, but I'm not teaching there this semester, so she's trying to get me to go to the Y. She she says that I need to do um some of like the water aerobics stuff because I got bad knees. I got one that's been messed up. I can't swim though, so I ain't going to the deep end, Joel. Like, would that be bad for me? We could take swim lessons together. I won't drown, but I don't. I've always wanted to learn how to do laps, you know, yeah, like for exercise. I mean, I agree, I agree with Angie. She's the boss. Yeah. She uh, you need to go to the Y. You can. Well, I mean, you could row, not row. I don't know, bike. You bike. Yeah, I do. I bike it. I bike it home. But it's best when you go to the gym. It is. Yeah, and I, I just, I, I can't swim. I'm scared of the deep end. Like it's twelve, thirteen feet. I start to panic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you're like ten feet tall, so I know, but you could probably scared. touch the bottom. Yeah, I could push up, but I, I could doggy paddle. But somebody better come in there and help me. Yeah, I think they do water exercising. I don't think it's in the deep end. I think it's in the shallow end. I mean, but if I was to swim laps, I'm a big 300-pound brother. Yeah. I can't imagine a little 16-year-old, 100-pound lifeguard trying to save me. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about an old sport, water <laughs> exercise. Those are old people. I'm old. I ain't going to lie. All right, let's get into this. I want to ask you about some stuff. Our um, DC insider, and you know all things about finances and stuff. Um, I, we, we've been talking last week about how um, these politicians – are getting rich they know what they're doing they were taking the tax cuts and getting social security and welfare and this and that or whatever you sent me an article about um sonia mayor um sonia mayor how she's made millions and we've been just talking about how they're getting rich off of us what's going on uh yeah they're they're totally getting rich i that that uh sonia sotomayor in article is really interesting she you know she grew up poor and I don't know when she got it, when she got put on the Supreme Court, she had about, she had less than a million dollars to her name, which so do I. And, uh, I don't know. Now she's worth like five or six million dollars, but they, one of her big things was at one point she had borrowed half a million dollars and bought a New York apartment. And that's now worth a few million. So there's that. And then she also has, um, some sort of like 
long-term pension thing or something. Yeah. But I, I don't know. And then the, Hers it, is a little different than the um invest the investing stuff. Yes. But um, she clearly has had access to a lot of things that she wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, but I got to tell you, I... I'm really getting into this investing and hedge fund type stuff, listening. And uh, I listened to a Tucker Carlson podcast yesterday by, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was thrown in jail for like insider trading. And now he like makes his money legitimately now. And he was saying that the if you pay a hedge fund manager, like nine times out of 10, they will not... Do better than the end than the S and P index, and and the fact that people are being paid to try to outperform the index, and they're failing, while like thirty members of Congress, Congress. in that new report outperform it, and it, you know Tucker's hilarious because he was like, I mean, is Nancy Pelosi some like stock picking genius? Seriously, no. We mentioned that earlier. Um, she outperformed the S and P by sixty five percent. Yeah, and it goes into the the this um, report about how her meeting, her governmental meeting over in Taiwan, was it about you know oh. government business or about semiconductor business? Then all of a sudden they invest in these stock and they don't um, they don't disclose it until the day before Christmas, the week before Christmas. They're shady. Oh, and it was that the big five million, her like biggest buy ever on like December 23rd or something. Yep. She, she had like a five million dollar stock purchase. I mean, yeah. And she, by the way, and not that 91 year olds can't be sharp, but my grandmother is 91 <laughs> and she is not doing five million dollar stock trades on the Millions. reg. And the, um, Nvidia stock. It's a Taiwan, Taiwanese, um, manufacturing company. And then they, they mentioned another, um, Democrat area senator or excuse me, congressperson Brian Higgins. He's been in Congress since 2005. He's slated to retire next month. Um, he made a, a, a return of 239%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like the outlier. He was the very top one. And I he was interviewed by that. And it was, like you said, it was that NVIDIA stock. And he's like, oh, I just like happened to get lucky. I'm like, okay. I want to be lucky like that. I know all these people, like it's they, they're the ones that are making policies. They are the ones who, you know, are setting you know, what is, what, what, you know, the direction of industries and then, oh, they just happen to invest in these stocks and they just happen to be good. Yeah. Well, and, and for a long time, you know, earmarks were on the outs. And so I think a lot of policymakers were writing legislation in such a way. And since they couldn't earmark money to certain companies for a while, they would write legislation that was like, and if you're a company of more than X number of employees in, this state you're gonna get and they would like get creative right to funnel money and i think they were probably um investing based on that that too this is what's sad about this joel like the average person like you know the common brother like me i'm a pastor i don't you you think that people go into public office to serve yeah a lot of them aren't they're going in to enrich themselves yeah, I mean, it's totally different than, I mean, obviously George Washington, the, the goat or whatever, he, uh, you know, he had all, all of this was, he was already a little wealthy rich, yeah. for the time. But the point being, he, he had the wealth and he did the job and then he left voluntarily, right? right? And these, these people, I think, um, I don't think they were popular in high school. I don't think they had that many friends in college. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I think this is like the best thing they've got going You're for right. them. 
And why would they leave? They've never they've never had people talk to them this much. They've they had no chance of making money like this. So they're not going anywhere. You actually went there, but you're not wrong. I mean, that's so true. Like wh- they're insufferable. Think about this. Like, why would Nancy Pelosi not want to just retire and go home after being ousted from the speaker's office twice? She's older yes. than dirt. Why wouldn't she? Want well, to? because she doesn't have anything to go home to. Right. Yeah. So had she gone, done the job, you know, she's she, I think she has four or five daughters gone, done the job for a few years. I mean, ama- impressive rise to power, certainly a trailblazer. But at what cost? She doesn't have anyone to spend Thanksgiving with. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when you go there and uh, you, you sort of turn in, you turn into that place and then there's nothing else left. I think you, you it's like greed. When Carnegie was asked, how much money um, do you need? His answer, a little more. And it's the same with greed. It's the same with power. It's a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. Well, and also, it's who who are you and who do you identify with? When I worked for Tom Coburn, he used to say this. He said, when you're working with somebody who's running for Congress, they give a speech and they say, we're going to, we're going to do this and we're going to go to Washington and we're going to, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And the we that he, they're talking about is them and their constituents, that we. And after they're in Washington for a year, they come home and they give all these speeches. We did this. We did that. And the new we is them and their buddies in Congress. Mm-hmm. And so it's this like complete shift in identity of who they are. Um, and, you know, what do they say? It's like Vegas and Disneyland and Washington. They're all, it's like, it's like La La Land, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. That's the sad thing. We need people who are going to go. They're going to serve us for a few years and then they're going to voluntarily relinquish power and go back home. Lord Acton said absolute power spoils absolutely. And it's, you see that. Uh, definitely. You know, I, this is why I appreciate, uh, I worked for Mike Pence when he was in the house and at the time his kids were in elementary school. And they were from Indiana, and they they did not have money. And they moved their entire family to Washington. He didn't do the back and forth thing. And back home, he took a lot of grief for that. But it was how he kept his family intact, right? Because he lived with them. He left and went to work and came home every night. Um, Josh Hawley has taken the same approach and um, actually reached out to Mike before he was elected to the Senate and asked him about that. And he, you know... Um, Josh, Josh's family's here, obviously, too. But, um, you know, I think that's the, if you're going to do it, you got to you got to keep your family with you. That's so good. Um, what I noticed from that is I don't know if you guys noticed, but we this is, you know, Frizz and and I'm Don. This is why we call her our D.C. insider. You see those names she's dropping? Oh, I mean, yeah, I talked to Mike Pence. I was on Air Force One and Josh. Holly's yeah. <laughs> she's not just dropping. Them. I mean, she's been there. She's uh, lived the D.C. experience and is an expert. She is an expert. It's so uh, it's good to have you here in studio. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to run out. I told you guys at the beginning of the show. I got to hightail it. To Nick, so we got an all-day school board retreat and then meeting tonight. I'm going to be missing the Beast basketball game tonight. Um, I'd say that to get some sympathy. That's my daughter, but really, I'm oh. okay. I'm okay with it. They're going to get stomped tonight. Oh, Joey. well, it might get snowed out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it will. It's just an, it's just a republic. My wife doesn't like to hear me. My mom doesn't like to hear me say they're going to get beat, but oh, yeah. they're facing republic and they are good. These girls are on my daughter's um, traveling basketball team. They can shoot. They can dribble. They're going to trap them gonna be ugly but hey um joel's gonna be around don's gonna be here to finish it off frizz they're gonna do the morning dump and um they're gonna do all this and stuff and so stick around we'll get to all that right after local news update with don luzader